Hey everyone, welcome to episode 106 of the Twim Show. This is your host Adislav. Today I'll be going over the notable news and updates from April 25th, 2022. With that, let's start with uh, an update from LinkedIn. LinkedIn has introduced a few features that they believe is going to drive up engagement and which I believe also with them that, you know, uh, it will drive up engagement. So the first one was, uh, or is, LinkedIn has added a showcase link to your profiles. Uh, what this will do is you are now able to show your website, uh, the URL to your website, or maybe if you have a promotion running on uh, and add that link and it's going to show up right underneath your name and description in LinkedIn. Uh, so that's good. Uh, LinkedIn, the other update they have la- launched is LinkedIn has launched a new group post analytics, allowing users to see engagement data for the group. Uh, shares directly from their post. Uh, this is just basically uh, a way for you to see greater, or give you a greater insight on what contributions are actually paying dividends for you. Now, obviously, LinkedIn gr- uh, groups hasn't really caught on as Facebook groups, but I think uh, LinkedIn is slowly inching towards that uh, inflection point where LinkedIn groups are going to become a you know really. Uh, Great. Um, especially if you look at it, a lot of people don't like to be on Facebook and be on Facebook groups, so LinkedIn might be a good way. <clears throat> Finally, LinkedIn users may now publish their newsletter links in the featured part of the profile, which will contain a subscribe button, giving them yet another method to uh, people to join up. Now, hold on to that thought, because <clears throat> today we are going to share some st- information on uh, LinkedIn's quarterly updates uh, through Microsoft's earnings report. And I'm going to touch on, on like, you know, how much uh, their newsletter has actually feature has got caught on. Okay. With that, let's jump into another update, something that we don't really cover a lot in our podcast. But I think I felt like, you know, this is something uh, I should cover. It's about WhatsApp. It's been a, quite at least a year and a half bef- uh, since we I covered anything about WhatsApp. But basically WhatsApp, which is owned by Meta, uh Generally, I used to think WhatsApp is just a platform for one-to-one communication or one-to-group communication just for chit-chat and things like that. But over the last 18 months or so, WhatsApp has made quite a few pro- uh, improvements to their platform. And now you can obviously have WhatsApp group. And now this week, what WhatsApp announced is like, you know, we they, you can create community. So community is a very a bigger umbrella right let's just say we could create a community called market and grow community underneath that you know i could have a group called say google ads group uh, then i could have a twin show group and now through this community i could make an announcement that goes to all the you know subgroups and then we kind of go from there so why am i covering this because i'm covering this because a lot of our listeners have groups and they have let's just say uh, <clears throat> paid programs, paid groups, Slack channels, uh, Discord, things like that. And some people have also uh, Voxer. So WhatsApp could be definitely be another avenue uh, for you to look at and be able to like, you know, create uh, engagement features through your groups, especially, I would say, especially uh, your free groups, because obviously free groups uh 
that we have on Facebook can kind of slowly dying off. So this could be a good way to like, you know, hey, announcements like, hey, we are having this trip, we are having that, you know, or maybe if you're having an on-site event, this is something you can do. That would be awesome. So that's why I'm covering it. Think about usage uh, ways you can leverage WhatsApp in your business to increase engagement, especially if you have a free group. That's why I'm covering it. Okay, with that, let's move into uh, earnings results because this was, this is the earnings uh, season. So first of all, we're going to start off with Twitter's Q1 results. Well, obviously, this would probably be the last one or second to last earnings report from Twitter before they go private through Elon Musk. Uh, What I have to share with this is that in Q1 2022, uh, Twitter has added about 12 million users while revenue has declined, Twitter has also come out and said, you know, hey, uh, we were miscalculating our monthly daily active users, but, and we've like, you know, overstated by 2 million users on average. So basically, if Twitter was saying, hey, we have, uh, uh, right now for this quarter, they have 229, moni- uh, 229 million monetizable daily active users, that number, you know, was probably... If they hadn't made this adjustment, it would probably become 231 million. I mean, you know, that's not a whole lot of numbers. I mean, if you're looking at like, you know, so from zero and two million, that's a big number. But if it's like 229 and 231, you know, two million here and there is not a big deal. Uh, But anyway, uh, the other aspect you need to know is about their... Revenue was about 94 million, which was down 31% year over year. Uh, to me, this is a sign that Twitter Blue is not really gaining as much traction as they thought they would go get. Uh, and, you know, obviously, um, since Twitter is going private, they're not really giving any forward looking guidance, which basically means they're going to be uh, bought out by Elon Musk. Okay, moving along, the next update is uh, the quarter earnings update is from Meta, which is basically the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. Uh, Meta has uh, basically, uh, Meta or Facebook has gained uh, user growth momentum in March 2022. Uh, The average number of Facebook's daily active user was 1.96 billion with a B. Uh, That's up 4% from the previous year. Uh, and basically APAC region, which is Asia Pacific, is where the app is actually growing the most. Okay, and that's one thing you need to know. Uh, Meta doesn't really break down their usage uh, or you know revenue statistics from each on a per platform basis, but in terms of earnings, Meta earned about twenty-seven billion dollars in the third quarter, um, which is uh, actually this should be first quarter, uh, but which is a 7% increase year over year. Uh, so basically what that means is it's a 7% increase from Q1 21 to Q2 or Q1 2022. So that's the difference, 7%, not a whole lot of growth. Uh, but, you know, they made some money, uh, made some money, made some progress and things like that. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, next we have Pinterest. Pinterest has added 2 million users in Q1 2022. The numbers, revenue numbers are not so great, uh, but it seems like, um, you know, um, their quarter over quarter numbers are down, but the revenue year over year is up, right? 
So if there, basically what this basically means is that if you compare Q4 21 and Q1 2022, then revenue is a little bit down. But if you compare Q1 21 and Q1 2022, it's up. That's what it means. Okay. Uh, they have about two, two plus more million users, uh, you know, active logging in Q1. It seems like two million is the magic number this, this season. Um, but hey, that's just me. But, you know, what basically it's coming down to is like, you know, it seems like their daily uh, active users is about 433 million. So Pinterest is definitely a bigger platform than Twitter, if you've been following the numbers, um, which is Twitter was about 229. Pinterest is about 433 million. Okay, uh, that's all the numbers you have to think about. Uh, but, you know, it seems like the surge that Pinterest had received because of the pandemic is kind of you know tapering off and they're going to stabilize around 433 million users. Next up we have from LinkedIn like I told you to hold on your thought so in the LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn's revenue climbed 34% year over year uh, and they apparently saw record engagement with over 833 million professionals using the platform to connect, learn, grow, and get hired, right? And this is the part I told you about newsletter. So it seems like LinkedIn has now has 28 million members who subscribes to at least one newsletter. That's up 51% in just last one quarter, okay? These are the numbers you have to remember. And why does a marketing show this week in marketing show cover all these highlights is because you know folks the revenue numbers tells you gives you a lot of data in terms of how the platform is doing how it's you know who is it they're attracting and where it's going that's all you need to know because remember it's business money talks money is leaves clues Right. If that's happening now, you know, if you should uh, really focus on newsletters or not, or it's just a fad. Okay. So that's why we're covering. Uh, let's move on to the next update, which is going to be from Google and Bing. Google and Microsoft Bing also has uh, announced their earnings. Apparently, <clears throat> they're, you know, on average, you're looking at about 22% growth for both the platforms. Alphabets, which is the parent company of Google, uh, had a re revenue of $68 billion with a B, up from 55.3 in the first quarter of 2021. Uh, and there are some, uh, you know, breakdowns of their, uh, you know, revenue. Advertising revenue was uh, $54.7 billion compared to $44.7. Uh, search, another was $39.6. Uh, the other one was you need to know about is YouTube. YouTube is at 6.9 billion. Uh, last quarter, last year it was 6 billion, so it's up about 14%. Microsoft, uh, well, overall it's 49.4 billion. It's up 81, 18%. Obviously, Microsoft's revenue includes uh, LinkedIn and you know Microsoft Bing ads. And we already covered LinkedIn, uh, but if you want to really know about LinkedIn, LinkedIn sales increased by 34% to 3.4 billion. I know these are big numbers to remember as you're listening to it, but all you need to know is these platforms are growing in revenue, which basically means there's a lot of money. People are advertising on it. People are getting results because if people are not getting results, they would not be putting money into this platform. So if you are thinking about, you know, starting an ads either on Microsoft uh, Bing, 
LinkedIn or Google or Twitter or Pinterest, maybe this is the time. Not so much on Facebook. I'm not, not a big fan of Facebook. I think by now you all know that. Okay. Next up uh, is that there are new features. Uh, Google has announced new features in Performance Max campaigns, which is also known as PMAX. Uh, so what is PMAX? PMAX is largely intended to increase conversions with Google's automated system using smart biddings to enhance ad performance in real time across channels. This is just the next iteration of the next version of smart shopping campaigns. I will all out, that's all I will tell you. Okay. Uh, what they're doing is Google is adding new insights for PMAX as part of this current updates, which will provide more information on the particular variables being weighed into your campaign as well as the levers to optimize your performance. Right. What are those? Number one is first is asset insights, which will show you how your text, image and video assets are performing with different client categories. So, for example, if you're an outdoor retailer running a campaign for bikes, you may find that exercise enthusiasts engage more with images of people mountain biking rather than product image of the bike itself. Using these insights, you can tailor your creative and influence your broader marketing strategy. Meanwhile, consumer interest data will reveal the most appropriate search query themes for your advertisements. Now, Google is also adding a new customer acquisition target to Performance Max, which is aimed to optimize for leads and sales. Uh, like Previously, this was available for retailers using smart shopping campaigns and is now expanding to more advertisers' goals uh, in Performance Max. This goal will allow you to either beat more for new customers compared to existing customers or focus your optimization on early on new customers only while maintaining your cost efficiency. So again, while Google is still move, pushing you towards automation, and automated campaigns, you still have to know the system and figure out like, okay, do I want to do this or do I want to do that, right? So you still need a Google Ads person if you don't try to do it by yourself. Uh, I'm not saying this because we do Google Ads, but I'm just saying it because there are nuances in this whole thing. If it was that easy, then, you know, <clears throat> Google wouldn't have all these options. They would just give us the money, we'll run it for you. Okay, and the other thing is Google advertisers will also be able to uh, optimize the performance by using their own customer match list, okay, which is basically you give your um, e customer email list to Google and Google is going to match and find more optimize and find more people like that. Finally, accounts who, that are eligible, uh, eligible for performance max campaigns are going to get notifications and you can then move your smart shopping campaigns into its performance max which is why i'm telling you this is the next iteration of uh, smart shopping campaigns okay with that this the last update for this week is that google has added nine new restrictions to its three strike systems uh, if you ha are not familiar with three strike system it's a very in short google is going to give you three warnings before they boot you off the platforms unlike facebook where they just yank you out or maybe facebook has a three strike policy or a four strike policy or it's just that they never announced it but google is announcing it and google is going to start enforcing it from june 21 2022 this three strike policy was announced last year in july 2021 uh, and now at that time they says you know what we're going to keep on adding new policies to it so which they have and they continue to add new policies so number the nine new policies to the three strikes ad system are number one compensated sexual acts mail order brides uh, third is clickbait number four is misleading ad design number five is bail bond services number six is call directories credit uh or maybe it's eight one two three 
Oh, and the last one is uh, credit repair services and binary options. And the last one is personal loans. Okay. Uh, so what this means is that if you do any of these ads, uh, if you do anything like ads, anything like this, first of all, you're going to get an alert via email as well as an alert in your dashboard once, twice, three times you're off of Google Ads system. Now, you don't want to be off the Google Ads system because if they ban you, it's a very... It's a big severe ban unless okay, say I don't want to use Google. I'm going to go to Facebook. Trust me, guys. You cannot open a second Google Ads account because Google is going to find out. And if they find out, they're going to shut you down. And once you are in that, in their shit list, you are in the shit list forever. It's extremely difficult to uh, circumvent that policy. I see this again and again in different groups where people are like, you know, begging and crying and trying to use other people's ad accounts. You don't want that. You want to be on top of this stuff. Now, obviously, not all of us kind of do mail order brides, clickbait, misleading ad designs, things like that. But the, what this basically means, you want to be, uh, you stay clear of your ads agency. Because imagine, imagine if you have an agency that does any of these things, right? Uh, they, they did a misleading ad design and you your account got booted off you fired the agency agency is going to go on but you are now out you are now without an ads ad account that's why it's important uh, we are going to also write a blog about this uh, obviously we are going to put a show notes and you're going to have all this list over there but we are also going to write publish a blog uh, i believe it's this Friday or next Tuesday. So make sure you follow us on our social. Uh, then you will find out when this blog is coming out and that will give you more comprehensive information on what these are and how you can stay on top of it. Okay. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you're interested, go ahead and uh, follow us on our socials. That will definitely help. And, you know, uh, us as well as you. And with that, until next week, take care. Bye-bye.